Vegas knew. Vegas knew. I tried to tell you on Corbett's released uh, on Monday that uh, there was a reason Georgia was favored. Sports books were begging people to take Bama, just an injured Bama team. And that's what it was. I mean, you've got two pariahs in college football, two five-star late in rosters, basically as close to NFL teams battling uh, back and forth that you get, except Bama was playing true freshmen against, you know, much older five stars, right? Because John Mechie was injured during the SEC championship game. And then you also had Jamison Williams, unfortunately, uh, getting injured in the middle of the national championship. And then Bryce Young just couldn't throw to anyone and the pick six sealed it. Stetson Bennett got to give credit where credit's due. He came in, uh, had the awful game. Well, not awful, but played poor in the SEC championship. Bounced back, absolutely ripped apart Michigan, a solid defense. And then he took out Bama. I mean, the number. that's why he was the offensive player of the game last night. Did not throw interceptions, made big-time plays. The offsides call, the awareness that he had that free play, chuck it up, go let his receiver make a play. George Pickens, who I think is going to be an elite receiver at the next level, making that incredible catch and the body awareness to kind of just wrap it around up tight to his chest as he's falling to the ground after a great route and a great leaping catch. Um, so there you go. I mean, it was, uh, Bama was hurt. Uh, you're going to see these two teams next year. I think it's, you already see the odds coming out. It's Georgia, Bama, Ohio state. I think it's going to be one of those three, right? When it's all said and done, Georgia and Bama do not play each other during the regular season. Checking out their schedules, I imagine they are going to end up facing each other in the SEC title again, because why not? Uh, you know, they've got – is it going to be Stetson Bennett again? If not, they've got this dude Brock Vandergriff, who's like one of the top recruits in the nation. He just sat registered this year. And then, of course, Bryce Young, the reigning Heisman winner, is coming back for his junior year, so why not? Um, it's going to be interesting. Alabama, I think their hardest game – like they play Texas. You know, I don't think – Steve Sarkeesian's not knocking out Bama, I'll tell you that much. And even if, even if they do, that's so early in the season that Bama is going to be able to go on a run and sneak into things once again. Um, so looking ahead, yeah, those are the three. It's the rich get richer playoff for now, staying the same, 14 playoff as it was announced that they could not come to a resolution on expanding it. They will eventually, but – at the moment now, it looks like it's sticking with four. Uh, Boston College, just some quick thoughts there. I think I saw one guy uh, had them in the way too early top 25, slotted them in at 24. That'd be awesome. Looks, BC's returning. Jerkovic, obviously. Zay Flowers. Uh, they've got a four-star receiver coming in that's going to be likely going to break into an already deep receiving room. Pat Garwo, the third's returning. Offensive line loses some people, but they get in four stars. Like it, It's going to be a young line, but I think a better one overall once they get more reps together. Uh, and Mahogany is uh, coming back, who is going to lead that line offensively. Um, so you will have a combination of experience and young talent, and then you obviously have the deeper uh, offense, which are Kovic, Zay Flowers, Garwo, I mean, Boston College should – I'm hoping – here's what I'm hoping for. You get six wins uh, – what was it? So, I mean, halfway – six wins in a disappointing year filled with injuries. You lose your starting quarterback and you have a walk-on. Dennis Grossell play like a walk-on. Uh, you know, I am hoping – I need at least – I'm hoping for nine wins. I need to see at least seven to know that this – because this is a good team returning, right? I, I need to know that this is headed in the right direction. I'm confident that it is. I'm going to need seven wins next year. Looking at the schedule, it's kind of tough. You know, I feel like this year was the one in an open ACC with Clemson down. This was the year 
you showed, right? Pittsburgh and Wake Forest were able to go to the ACC title. Boston College missed out because of injury. That's tough. The road is harder next year. So tough, tougher games on the road in the ACC next year. And, you know, the Rutgers, they're going to open up the season at home against Rutgers. That's not a, you know, a slouch game. That's a power five appointment there, let alone that it is Rutgers. But who knows? Um, you know, hoping for nine wins, looking at the schedule. We're going to Notre Dame next year. That's always tough. Phil Dracovic, how about that? What's Marcus Freeman going to look like? His first head coaching appearance with his new squad. One of the worst you know, collapses in Notre Dame history, except it was in a bowl game, but pretty prominent bowl game and a pretty big time uh, loss there for the rookie head coach. But, you know, Notre Dame's still going to be good, and they're obviously a tier above Boston College. So that's a tough one. I need at least seven wins. I need at least four ACC wins. OK, that's that's what I'm hoping for uh, in the year ahead. All right, let's talk NFL. It's the wild card weekend coming up. Uh, it's, it's going to be awesome. Let's take a look at some matchups here, uh, as we've got, uh, really interesting matchups coming in. I will give you some upset picks potentially here, and then, uh, maybe take a look at some line movement here early in the week. Uh, that's always kind of a telltale sign of what might happen come this weekend. Well, I thought last week that the Colts were going to be a team that could possibly do something in the playoffs. And then, uh, lo and behold, they don't even make it there because they lay an egg against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Carson Wentz uh, becomes a laughing stock again. The Eagles win the trade, trading Carson Wentz. Colts, I mean, the NFL, it's changing on a week to week basis. Remember when the Broncos and the Panthers were looking like when Sam Darnold was leading the league in rushing touchdowns and how quickly the seasons fall apart? You got the, you know, the Colts, people were saying, were they the best team? Are the Pats the best team? Uh, Pats make the playoffs, but now no one's really talking about them winning the Super Bowl anymore. But who knows? So, uh, again, it's it's pretty wide open. So let's take a look at some possible matchups here. I, I couldn't believe this, but the Raiders with that crazy, first of all, the tie, uh, the potential tie between the Chargers and the Raiders. Crazy. I thought the fix was in. You know, it was such a viral thing. It was like, what do you know if this if somehow the Jaguars beat the Colts like people knew going in, if this was a thing, ah, oh, there's no way the Colts are going to lose the Jaguars. Wait a second. It happens. Steelers in OT. They win, beat the Ravens. And OK, it's on. There were like you're seeing slips. People are placing bets like five dollars to win thousands of dollars uh, for the Jags money line and for the Raiders Chargers to end in a tie most improbable fourth quarter final minute Justin Herbert on fourth and long after fourth and long wills his team to the end zone Brandon Staley who loves you know going for two going for it on fourth down doesn't go for two there sends it to OT and you see both you know as time is winding down both coaches looking at each other hey what's going on are, are we doing this we're, we're both in why not you know because even if you do kick the field goal right with Carlson it, which they ended up doing because Staley calls the timeout, which everyone's up in arms. What the hell are you doing? What if that kick is blocked and the Chargers take it back for a touchdown? And then we're laughing at the Raiders coach uh, for, you know, being a buffoon. Why not take a knee there? But they make the field goal. Raiders take out the chart. Like there was so much money. Sports books would have taken a bath if that ended in a tie. And all of a sudden you get this improbable timeout, which leaves Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth speechless on the air. And, you know, I, I love putting on the tinfoil cap. Sports books make the call. Hey, this we can't have this. This this is unbelievable. This we, we, are, we can't take this bath right before the playoffs. My goodness, on something as crazy as this. 
Brandon Staley calls a timeout and, you know, they just make him the scapegoat. Hey, say something about defensive packages. What, what you have the worst run defense in the league and you wanted to call a time. The only thing on your side there is time running out and you want to give extra time for the Raiders. They were going to kneel it down until you called the timeout and they're like, all right, shit, why not? Let's do this. Very fishy, very fishy ending. And, you know, I'll take it even one step further. Does the NFL want what's better ratings hit? A legendary franchise like the Steelers in the playoffs. Steelers Chiefs. Are you kidding me? Big Ben's one last ride. The Chiefs are going to demolish the Steelers. Might be closer than what double figures, which is what the point spread is right now. But, uh, you know, Big Ben, Herbert against Mahomes is going to be great too. But we're going to see that for decades to come. They're in the same division. Why not get Big Ben and potentially his last year in there? Uh, and you potentially get a bigger ratings draw there in that first round matchup than you do with a rematch between Herbert and Mahomes, which could be the league for the next two decades, the way those two guys sling around. So tinfoil hat conspiracy theory time, but the Raiders get in and then all of a sudden the Raiders are the five seed, which is crazy. Raiders over Cincy. Uh, you know, Cincinnati's the team, Zach Taylor, we were firing him. Then all of a sudden he gets Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and now they're an elite team. Uh, you know, I think that is probably, this was kind of my thinking too. I thought the Colts, when it lined up last week, could take out the Bengals. I think the Bengals are obviously very talented and very fun to watch, but I think they're susceptible. Uh, and, you know, could it be the Raiders? I don't know. I think it's a little bit too many points. I think it opened at six and a half. It's already down to five and a half. Uh, watch out for that potentially. Raiders and Cincinnati. Again, I would like to think Cincinnati is the better team. The Raiders have a negative point differential, but a lot of those were blowouts, right? You know, the point differential in the NFL, I think is a little less indicative because you only have 17 games as opposed to like, you got the averages in NBA and uh, in the NHL, you got kind of puck differential on goals and goals allowed uh, with a lot more games as opposed to just 16, but we'll, we'll see Raiders Cincinnati is going to be interesting. Uh, Cincinnati's got a pretty nice home. Like it's, they have been striving for what they've been feeling now this season is like an offense that people should be scared of. Uh, that stadium is actually, you know, like they, I think they will have a great home field there, uh, even with the Raiders coming to town. So that's going to be a fun matchup to watch bills, Patriots round three, you're going to get two of the top defenses in the NFL Saints might have had uh, statistically the best by the end of the season, but they get left hanging to dry as the only nine and eight team to miss the playoffs on the NFC side. Uh, so the two best defenses are going to go at it here in the Patriots and the Bills. And, you know, one's going to be left here with uh, without making it past the first weekend, which is crazy. So uh, they split the season series. They both wanted each other's places, right? Bills will be hosting. I, I like the Bills. I think the Bills and the Buccaneers are the two most talented teams in the NFL this season. Um, and I, I just think the Bills are going to be able to get it done. I trust Josh Allen, who's been here a couple of years now, a little bit more than Mac Jones, who's a rookie, even though obviously you got to trust Belichick for what he's done throughout his historic career. Tampa Bay over Philly. Next question. Nick Sirianni. Uh, you know, this would be, I, I would be stunned. This would be the shock of, I think everyone's look the, the year, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right? They were written off as the worst team entering the playoffs under Nick Foles. So can that, uh, will lightning strike twice? Who knows? Remember they beat Brady in that Super Bowl. Now they're going to have to do it in the first round, Tampa, Philly. I like Tampa, uh, 49ers, Dallas, I think is going to be a great game right now. The line is, was three and a half. It's now at three. 
I, I think that's because it's at Dallas, but, but the 49ers are going to travel well. Their fans traveled well to L.A. Um, I just don't trust Jimmy G. I don't trust Shanahan, but I think the 49ers certainly have an ability to win a playoff game. Now you're going against the Cowboys who lead the NFC in point differential, but again, is that because they play in the NFC East, arguably one of the weaker divisions? So again, we'll, we'll see what you take there. 49ers, Dallas, I think either uh, could move on from that game. I think it's going to be a fantastic one. Kansas City wins, but does Pittsburgh cover? A lot of points there. Uh, is Big Ben, Big Ben, I mean, yes, yeah, heroic finish. What a game. It was the worst game ever. Big Ben against the Browns. I expect, you know, I would like to think there's a storybook finale here. Are they going to topple the Chiefs? Are they going to keep it close? I don't know. I don't know if they could. The defense certainly plays. I don't know if it'll happen with Big Ben throwing, you know, three yards at a time. But if Najee Harris plays like he did against the Browns and exposes the Chiefs a little bit, is that Chiefs defense for real like we saw during that hot stretch to end the season? Kind of lapsed a little bit against the Bengals, but can they get back on track against the Steelers? That should be very winnable for Kansas City, but I think a little bit too many points that Vegas put out there. Um, And then lastly, Rams-Cardinals. Round three, I think that's a coin flip too. Matt Stafford is playing really poorly lately, really poorly. Rams, Sean McVay coughs up a halftime lead for the first time in his career, allows the 49ers into the playoffs. Are the 49ers going to make it farther than the Rams? That's a possibility. Uh, but I do think the Rams can get it done against the Cardinals. Look, Cl- Cliff Kingsbury, you know, he had the hottest team in the NFL. He's had a record now across two levels, collegiate, now professional, of not finishing seasons after strong starts. He gets into the playoffs, uh, but can he finish the season strong? He's going to have to go and face, you know, these are two fan bases that, you know, they've been mobile fan bases, right? Where it's like they both made stops in St. Louis, uh, as a matter of fact, as well, uh, where it's very a disjointed fan base. At their home stadiums, it usually gets invaded a lot more by the, Uh, more historic franchises in the NFL, but that'll be interesting. Rams and Cardinals. That's your wild card weekend. Should be an awesome one here. We've got like, don't we have a Monday night football for the first time ever? Isn't that the Nickelodeon slime game here? Uh, Wild card weekend is going to be uh, one hell of a weekend. And then, you know, we just wrapped up college football national championship. Super Bowl is going to be here right before we even know it less than a month. And then it's college hoops and NBA. Let's talk a little college hoops as you got to talk about Wisconsin, right? And, you know, I just got to toot my own horn. Look, I think I know the Big Ten's wide open. It's the deepest conference, um, but they are definitely more of a surprise. They're better than people thought they were going to be. I would say that. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at my 100 of my, you know, 100 to 1 Wisconsin futures ticket that I took preseason getting smaller by the day as the odds update as they keep on winning. I know. So, again, they're taking care of business right now, 4 and 1. Uh, they're going, to, they beat Purdue. Purdue's looking a little bit more down to earth now that they've reached conference play. And, you know, you beat Maryland. They're doing everything they have to see if they can keep it going. But now they've got Ohio State again, Michigan State coming up. And Illinois looks like, you know, they were supposed to be right after a little bit of a slow start. They're back in the AP top 25. They're undefeated in the Big Ten and they're rolling. Uh, so I still think the Big Ten's wide open. But my other futures play that I just took last week, maybe two weeks ago now, is Christian Verde's LSU hoops squad. My goodness, Will Wade has the best defense, not in the SEC, in the nation. The best defense in the nation, and it's not close. Uh, LSU just one loss 
they sneak into, they beat probably the second best team in the SEC. They lost to Auburn too. That's kind of the cream of the crop there at the top three. Um, but LSU, I think with that defense is looking super appetizing. Uh, I didn't, you know, that's 40 to one. I grabbed them. They're looking like a for real top 10 team uh, in the nation. You know, Wisconsin, they're having a real nice Cinderella start, and I th- hope it continues. But I think they're going to be a little bit more like a, you know, maybe fall to even the seventh seed. I think LSU can secure a top three seed for sure the way they are going because I like them in the SEC. I don't necessarily like Wisconsin in the Big Ten because it's so deep, but I think the LSU, LSU there's there's tiers in the SEC, uh, and I think LSU is firmly atop that top tier competing. Uh, and I think they're going to compete with that defense throughout the course of the season. I don't see it falling off anytime soon where I could see Wisconsin falling off a little uh, more likely. But again, this is all about hedging opportunities. I had my Bama future ready to go. Did not feel great about it because I was thinking that Georgia was the play. Grab Georgia at plus 100, was able to make 100 bucks by absolutely slamming the fuck out of that. Uh, Corbett's Corner here. We're going to release this on a Wednesday morning, winging it coming out tomorrow morning. And uh, we got a special guest as we get to learn a little bit more about NFTs, the art, the space, the money. Uh, really interesting interview coming up with the usual shenanigans this week on winging it. Uh, that's what's coming up. Wild card weekend. And uh, looking forward to a great weekend of football here. Thanks for sticking with us on Corbett's Corner.